Hello, everyone, and welcome to Oh, a podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games. Brought to you by O-Rock Studios. I'm Paul Franzen, the head boy of O-Rock. And I'm Michael Gray. I'm the assistant to the chief deputy of O-Rock. <laughs> How's it going, Michael? It's fine. It's fine. It's, I, oh. I guess, I don't know. I'm I'm so confused by things. So let's get started. <laughs> what's what's confusing? Let's talk let's talk this out, buddy. What's wrong? So we've been going back and forth on like this um the Oregon Trail game. Right. And yes. and you you seem to be having a lot of trouble with the maze which was not supposed to be um <laughs> an actual maze. I can't do it. Oh no. I played it what, like three or four times, I've only successfully completed it once, and I made sure to make a save file there so I could I could uh, jump to that point if I need to. I'm so bad at it. I don't understand. It's, it's yeah, so that's, that's what's confusing me. I guess, obviously, it's confusing you because you can't figure out how to get through the maze. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm so dumb. Let's see if I can figure out. Okay, so for people that don't know what we're talking about um yeah which so is really gonna do something like uh, you know trying to make an adventure game where uh, our character can like walk through the woods and my original thought was um it would be a very simple like our character goes forward five steps six or five steps and that's how you get through that little <laughs> maze section so yes. it, it was originally just going to be like walking down a hallway. Your character can turn left and look at what's going on to the left. They can't actually, you know, like travel in that direction. They can look, but they can't travel in that direction. So basically, mm-hmm. I, I had a thing of like six different spots. So you, you click the forward button, uh, forward, back, left, and right buttons to, to spin around and move. But it, it is just like going down a hallway. So that was the uh, original plan. But then when it came to, like, doing the actual game, I realized it looked terrible um, because I took the pictures right after a big storm. And so, like, we had dead trees and trees falling down on the ground. <laughs> it just looked really ugly. <laughs> so sure. then I'm like, okay, well, what do I do now? So I tried to find a, a different way, uh, a, a different area, which I think looks really nice. It's very green. It's 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 good scenery. But now the character, it, it, for whatever reason, nature did not grow in a hallway in that particular area. It, it's uh, the pathway turns left and right and stuff like that. So I suppose it's a bit of a maze. Because um, you have to go forward all the way and then turn left to go forward all the way and turn right. I think forward all the way and turn left, and then you climb down a cliff. Was it at all obvious that you were climbing down a cliff at that part um, of the game? I did not get that impression. You did not. So no. Hmm. Okay, I tried to take pictures like in the middle of the cliff, so <laughs> that didn't work very but well because it's it's, it's, yeah. it's pretty sheer. So um It's it's possible when I got to that point too, I was I didn't like am I, I like at that point I was probably just like just totally randomly clicking in a in a frenzy and not paying a ton of attention to the scenery. Uh just hoping and praying that I would find the right thing to click on. But Yeah, because <laughs> I, I watched Lost in the Woods. Yeah, I had my daughter play that section, and she 
she got confused by the first turn and the first turn was something mm-hmm. where i added like an extra scene because i had an orphaned picture uh so what i did when taking the photos was uh you know i tried to take a photo in all four directions up down left and right yeah but for whatever reason i had like an orphaned photo but it looked good so i i tried inserting a scene which is just hey you see the photo before your character takes a step and i don't know if that was a good idea or not Mm -hmm. it looks like it totally threw her off and she had no idea what was going on because it it shows the special picture then it pauses for a second and then it just goes back takes you to a different area so i think i might have to get rid of that i think it was just an animation idea which was cool in theory but didn't work in practice uh did you ever like leave the area i think that animation worked well because it was like Mm. Yeah, three yeah, or yeah. so pictures when you're leaving the area the character says it's time to go and it has you know three pictures of him leaving yeah i, I saw that one several times because i kept somehow i've I navigated to the exit screen so many times and then and then several times i would accidentally click the exit because i thought it was going to be an arrow and then i would be back at the map screen yeah it's just okay so i think um i mean i tried programming it so that all you have to do is put your mouse at the top of the screen and just just click forward yeah, like yeah. twenty times, and that takes you straight to the exit. That seemed to really, yeah. Never turn left or right. You could just go forward. I thought every I did that. Time. Oh man, maybe I you I tried accidentally that last time. turned left and got stuck. I don't know. Or you had a yeah. different version, but yeah, because that's that's usually that was my instinct. Uh, through most of the playthroughs testing this puzzle was like, all right, I'm just going to keep clicking forward until I can't click forward anymore. And then I'm going to see what I can do next. Um, and what would usually happen is I would get stuck in some sort of loop. I don't know. It's going to be tough to figure out. I think what I'll do is um, try a second version of that. So I've seen other adventure games more recently. I'm totally forgetting the name. The Corruption Within. So I played The Corruption Within recently. And what they do is they have like four arrows at the in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. And you could also do like the WASD right. buttons to move yourself around. But it's like, hey, you click on the left arrow and your character goes to the left. Or you click on the right arrow and your character goes to the uh, right. As opposed to what I've mm-hmm. got now on the, uh, the Oregon Trail game, which is... Um, I mean, Oregon City game, which is you click on the top part of the screen to go forward, left part of the screen to go left. So, so I'm just, if that would at all be That's, easier um, to have, like, arrows on the screen that people can play, I mean, click on. That's how uh, Deja Vu, how you navigate in that, too. Remember that game? I think it has, like, it has, like, a little box on the bottom of the screen and different arrows positioned within that box like where the exits are on the screen. So if there's like an exit at the top of the screen, a little arrow will will appear at the top. Or if there's an exit like sort of three quarters of the way up the screen and to the left a little bit, like there's like a trap door in the floor in that spot of the screen, they'll put an arrow, they'll put like a marker right there on the indicator. You're right. So like the idea got, of arrows. Yeah. I, I see Deja Vu. Yeah. They've, they've got a couple of different inventories. Or whatever you call it. The game came out on a couple of different yeah. systems. Right, right, yeah. I think I'm thinking of the NES one. Uh, okay, so it looks like sometimes we've got uh, like a move screen at the b- 
bottom next to like open, take, leave, use. So those are those are the action buttons, and next to that is basically, yeah. I guess what you'd call a move screen. And then it looks like they've also got basically the same thing, but uh, the move screen in a totally different place. If you're playing on like the yeah. Mac, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, I don't know that that's any particularly any better or not. That's just a, another way I've seen it. That also that that method is like thirty years old, so it's not exactly the uh, <laughs> the most modern way to do a puzzle like this. So I'm seeing this old-fashioned style, um, something we don't see much with the video games anymore, but I know with a lot of more, the older, like, text adventure video games, you sort of have to, like, draw a map on a separate piece of paper to mm. figure out how the screens are interconnected. Yeah. Because that seemed to happen, I guess, too often for my liking. Yeah, I mean, that's that's probably something I could have tried to do with uh, with your puzzle to try to work it out, but that's not, that's not something I ever really liked doing back in the day. Yeah, well, the screens are all mostly just walking through the woods, so it's not very. It's not like okay, I yeah. go right to reach the bathroom, and then I go forward to reach the hallway, sure, and then forward again to reach the downstairs. Like, and that's yeah. how Deja Vu does it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of like, like I, I think I mentioned a, a few ideas. Like I had said, like I think it would be helpful if if the player had some sort of indication of which way they were trying to go, or. Yeah, like the the trail. If you photoshopped trail marks onto trail markers onto the trees, maybe, but that would probably be a lot of work to make it look realistic. Um, yeah, but some sort of indicator that, or something that tells the player that they are going the right way. Because um, right now, it, it's not even it, it, you don't you're not told like what you're looking for or anything like that, or or how to know if you're going the right way. Yeah, hmm, I have to try to think because. The premise is that our character is trying to reach, like, a, a specific GPS location. Like, would, right. would it be possible to have a thing in, like, the lower right which says what your GPS coordinates are? And you sort of use that right. to try to figure out where you're supposed to go. And you can tell when you're getting closer to that number or farther away from the number or... or... But then the question would be, how do you... How do you program that? <laughs> I don't even know how I'd program control arrows either. It's, um, I guess it's something called layers, right? You can do layers in RenPy. So you do like mm. an additional layer that's in the corner, which changes depending yeah. on where you are. Yeah, I'm trying to think if you could do that with a screen too. Or, I mean, maybe it could just be like on the images themselves. Like each image could have a little image pasted on it that 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 has the indicator on that without even doing any coding at all. Hmm. Just put it like directly onto the background files. Yeah, because I think that's what I did in the escape room game. Because I tried to look up mm -hmm. how I did that there, and I think that's how I did it. The entire inventory bar is just sort of <laughs> built into all the backgrounds and the actual window itself is just a collection of buttons. Yeah, wait, no, I think you you could do it with a screen and a variable on the screen that that is just like a you know like a a, a string of numbers that like uh you set the variable when you open when you enter a room and then the screen shows a number that corresponds to that variable when you it's hard to describe i'm sorry yeah no 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 that makes sense because it's like okay you step forward um that number changes yeah and then that number then becomes reflected on the screen i think you might have to 
call the screen every single time you open a new room, but that's just copy and pasting a piece of code. That wouldn't really be too big of a trouble. Um, I think something to consider, too, is is what you're trying to accomplish with the scene. Like, if it is supposed to be a puzzle, then I think we're, we're on the right track. Uh, if you don't really intend for it to be a puzzle, then one idea might just be to, to pare down the, the amount of forest screens uh, and in, in that way, just so there's fewer ways for the player to get lost or stuck, or maybe even have multiple solutions through it so that it's it's less mm-hmm. about trying to solve this puzzle to get to the end of it and more about just kind of exploring the woods for a little bit, but then you always get to the end no matter what you do. Yeah, I remember um, showing it to Mary. She, about halfway through, she figured out where she... I mean, she said out loud, I know where I am. And then from there on out, she had no problem. But I don't know if that's yeah. because she remembers seeing this area in real life or <laughs> if she's figured out the interface. <laughs> so one that's option funny. could be is, okay, we start the puzzle there from the place where she said, oh, now I know where I am, which is, <laughs> let's see if I can find it screen number 22 of 39 so i'd be like cutting down half of the puzzle that would be pretty helpful um uh uh, here's a random idea that would be like here's the i just figured out what the simplest answer is um have a button that the player can click if they're stuck that just skips them to the end okay so someone can try to figure this all out on on their own if they want or you can click a button and then uh, the the main character says, "Oh wait, that I think that's where we're supposed to go." And then you go there. Huh. <laughs> that actually be kind of cool. I don't know if you noticed. There's sort of like a cell phone tower um, that you can see. I I did see the cell phone tower. Yeah. And your goal is sort of towards the cell phone tower, but it's not quite that. Right. But I mean, in real life, if you're just trying to go for the cell phone tower, it will get you there. <laughs> But the cell phone tower is only visible from certain areas. Now I'm trying to think of like what an what an what an in-game reason to, like what what this what this cheat button would look like so that it makes sense in the game and and is obvious to the player. Like it could just be like oh, no, I'm trying to think if it makes sense to have it like set to a timer or like after wandering around for like a minute, uh, the main character speaks up or if there's some other way to just sort of work it into the game naturally. The kids complain, and then the, he offers to skip yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, there's some sort of interface solution to this, like, if you have an option to talk to the kids that's just, like, always available, you could talk to them, and, and they'll they'll start complaining, and then you'll skip ahead. Yeah, hmm. hmm. I don't know, it might, be, it might be something to think about, and it might, it might be... Uh, that that might be a way for for us to get around this without you having to redo too much work. Yeah, I might have to do a lot of work to redo everything anyway, because it sounds like I'll have to change the photos. Which brings us to a different topic. So uh, yeah. I, I took all the photos with my phone. It sounds like your phone is the same way. It, it, like the phone doesn't take widescreen photos. That's just not an option on my phone. Why is that? Mine has a few options for for changing the uh what is it the ratio whatever. Mine has a few options for changing them, but none of them are just like standard. <laughs> They're all weird. And the main one, yeah, is is kind of like a a box. It's it's basically almost a almost a square. 
Uh, and that that's that's sort of what you were working with too with your pictures is that the the photos were all very close to square by default, and most like modern computer games don't really look like that. Yeah, it's it's four by three. Um, the, yeah, the yeah, four by three is like that's like what Super Nintendo games look like. Yeah, exactly. I think and Super Nintendo games look fine on screens, but um, <laughs> how do they look on? Uh, yeah. How do they look on widescreen TVs? Are there bars on the left and right? I still haven't um, figured out how that works. Yeah, I, th- I think it is. I think it does have bars on the screen. And that that's something I was thinking of, too, is like when we would add this game to like the Steam store, for example, if it if the screenshots are all these four by three boxy images, we'll also have the, like the black bars in all of our screenshots. And, and I think that will not look great. And that's also going to be something that people complain about, like before they even play the game. Yeah, so the solution is... I know what the workaround's gonna... I mean, I know what the solution's gonna be. It's just gonna be hard to do. What I've had it done is shrink... Yeah, just shrink the images to a certain height. But uh, since Mm -hmm. screens are wider than they are tall, it's like, okay, well, now I just need to change it so it shrinks images to a certain uh, width. And then crop the extra height. So if if this helps... um... I don't know if we have the same version of Photoshop or not, but on mine, you click on the crop tool and then you can type in like exactly what you want the the um, the final dimensions to be. So like right now I have it typed in as 1280 pixels for width and 720 pixels for height. And that's the size of the backgrounds for uh, the Santa Claus game. So when I'm going to crop a background image for that, I just have that typed in and then I crop it and then... So it's all just one step, basically. Interesting. Let me try that so out. I don't know if that helps or not. I wonder if it would also be possible for you to, not through Photoshop, but I wonder if there's something online where you can like crop all pictures, all of those photos like automatically to the same dimensions. I wonder that that could save you a tremendous amount of work. Although then you wouldn't be choosing what the crop point is. Like it would probably just crop everything in the middle. Oh no! So I got the automate batch. So I, I've been able, oh. yeah. So I've been able to use that to just just it opens every photo in a folder, does whatever action I've you know pre-selected on all those photos, and then saves it. Oh, cool! So what? Oh, I, you're way ahead of me then. Yeah. So what I did was I I just had it a thing which just crops things to a specific height. So what I've done is I had it shrink things to a specific height. I guess what I'll have right, to try right. to do now is um, shrink it to a specific width and then crop all the extra. And that will be like the two to three. So I have to do like two or three actions to every single photo in the file. Well, that's what I was saying. I think the uh, the cropping tool, you can do it with one action. Okay. Um, but yeah, we might have different it might not versions matter of Photoshop. That, it it might not matter that much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have an like a positively ancient version of Photoshop that I've been moving from computer to computer because <laughs> I don't want the new one that you have to like pay a f- monthly fee for or whatever. Yeah, me neither. I don't want to pay monthly fees. I like my ancient Photoshop. Yeah, but the problem, I mean, either way is now I have to go through my uh, old because I like renamed all the images too. <laughs> so once I, you know. Four up, four right, yeah. four left, four down, because we're in spot number four. You're looking left, down, up, right. And so it's yeah. like, oh, no, now I have to... All right. So so maybe it would make sense then to, to first figure out 
what changes it, uh, you would make to the puzzle itself, because then maybe you'll learn that you don't have to fix all of the photos. You might only fix some of them if, like, if you go with the idea you had mentioned earlier, where you just, like, start from the location where, where Mary was able to solve the puzzle from. Then you know mm-hmm. you only have to do the photos from that point on. Yeah, I think what I'll have to do is... I'll come up with a few solutions that I guess we'll just put out a call for testers on Twitter or whatever. It's like, hey, do you want to yeah, yeah. check this out? Let me know which one works best for you. Yeah. I think it's also interesting. I don't know if I'd say interesting, but I know with uh, the Carol Reed series, they always seem to start with a puzzle like that where you're going through the woods. But mm-hmm. unlike this one, there seems to be like multiple pathways on there. So that like you could go left down the left side or down the right side it's like oh that seems like way yeah. too much work well that's what i was saying too i mean that that might be another way to to get around the puzzle is if there are multiple ways to get there then it, then you know people like me who have no idea what's going on might just accidentally find the uh, end a lot easier that way mm-hmm. yeah or or yeah we just we we put the cheat button in <laughs> oh there it is over there i see it and then they just run over there. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's about all I've been doing with that. I don't know what I'll be able to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how much work I'll be doing with this Oregon City game in the next month. So. Yeah. Yep. No worries. No No rush. But I mean, it, I, I, it does, it does seem to, it's, it's pretty good so far, except for me not being able to handle the, pu- the one puzzle that's, that's done so far. Oh, no, sorry. There, there isn't just the one puzzle, because there's the woods and then the puzzle where you actually do the rock climbing. And I actually liked that quite a bit. Yeah, that was supposed uh, was... to be the intended puzzle. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I like that puzzle a lot. I thought that worked really well. It works great. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do feel bad for, for getting your stepdaughter killed a little, but. You know, she these was, things happen when you're when you're doing rock climbing. She's the one who insisted upon it. <laughs> it was interesting so having to change the puzzle because Rosie refused to be in certain spots. So uh, <laughs> she did not want to be in the upper left-hand corner, like, at all, period. Um, you can't see me in any of the photos, but I think I was in, I was in several of them, like, hiding behind a rock. <laughs> yeah although the photo yeah i mean you're 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 whatever you did for for compositing those photos it, it turned out like very very seamlessly i was really impressed by that i'm so glad it took me a lot of photos to make that work. oh yeah, no i, I have to do that again if i change the dimensions oh geez. oh no oh. uh-oh huh see because like i said um i went back for reshoots because this the scene looked terrible mm-hmm. and uh some of those 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 trees like grew leaves in in the like intervening five months <laughs> or so and so that's why you can't always see the kids um because the trees are in the way and i sort of had to have the trees the like the fresh trees cover up the old trees because the, i mean the branches are a totally different color some have leaves some don't so yeah no, no, no rush. At least that's been the danger I've had um, with trying to do video game stuff in this this past month. Next month, I'll probably try to just keep going and see if I can 
work a way out of the situation. I think uh, also the the mom's game is next on my list to to write the final oh, pathway for that. So I'll have to maybe do that. Maybe. Yeah, definitely take a break from this if if you if you're starting to get frustrated by it or anything like that. Yeah, I don't know. I I posted a question on the RenPy forums and I don't quite understand. Like. I want to be mean, but I feel like the RenPy, um, whatever you call it, the documentation is just oh. completely terrible. <laughs> just not even kind of useful. What what I would really like yeah. is uh, if they gave examples. So like show at. So that's that's a thing I've been trying to figure out. Is you know, yes, yes. So I, I just didn't remember the syntax for show at. I know I could say it's like show Mary at left. I know that. And I could do show Mary yeah, at yeah, right. Yeah. But I, I'm like, okay, what if I want to show her a quarter of the way from the left? Or in this specific instance, it's like, okay, well, I want to show her like 50 uh, pixels left and then 50 pixels down. And I eventually looked it up. Which is, uh, it's, well, I want to hear your solution. Yeah, post this in the chat. I want to see how yeah. you can. How well, I know, you can... so I know, I know how to do it left to right. I, I, I mean, I guess I can guess up and down too, but it's just show at, uh, position and then parentheses x pause equals, uh, in my example, 0.75. So that means they're three quarters of the way, like, mm-hmm. to the right of the screen. So 0.25 yeah. would be there in the first quarter of the screen. Yeah, so that's why I got uh, our... Yeah. Because I said I'm picking actual pixels, so I, I just did that same thing. Yeah. At position, x pause equals 50, y pause equals 50, and that shows yeah. her, like, 50 pixels right and then 50 pixels down. I guess it starts from the upper left corner, right? And not, like, the lower left corner. Oh, wait, can you just do it in pixels like that? Yeah. I th- I mean, that's what oh, I was looking man, for. Oh, man, I didn't know that. Oh, Oh, that's awesome. That's e- That's way easier. Yeah, mine's for percentage across the screen. I didn't know you could just do pixels. Oh. That wasn't in the doc. I didn't see that in the documentation. That wasn't it. So here's what the documentation says about show at. The at property takes one or more comma-separated simple expressions. And the only example they give is show Mary night happy at right. Which shows that image yeah, yeah. on the right hand side of the screen. I'm like, that's that's not useful, so it'd be helpful if they did say, okay, show at right, show at left, show at center, show at like you said, fifty percent or point five, yeah. I think, for fifty percent. Oh, you can do it pixel by pixel. That's so much easier. Like, because I've because I've struggled at times to get things at the exact right position, like when I'm trying to put buttons on a screen or something, because I'm like, all right, 0.65 isn't correct. Let's try 0.64. Nope, that's still wrong. All right, 0.6425. There we go. That's but exactly if I just use what I did positions. with... That's yeah. exactly what I did with the pixel hunting, though. It's like, okay, so she... Yeah. It's like, okay, 40 pixels to the right. Oh, that doesn't work. Okay, uh, 50 pixels to the right. Oh, that's too far. <laughs> um, okay, 45, 46, 45... <laughs> And yeah. the game kept crashing after, like, every single guess, which was uh. a pain. So, sort of my problem is, um, so with that puzzle, uh, so with, like, the scenes where the girls, like, talk to you or whatever. Yeah. Um, I I have to do that, which is, like, show particular image at this position. 
But uh, when you're moving them around, I guess those are screens which work differently. So they're image buttons. And so with yeah. the image button, all you do is write X pause 50, Y pause 50. Um, you don't have to write position and then parentheses in front of yeah. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's just something I don't... I mean, it's clearly supposed to be the same programming, I think. Um, I'm not entirely sure. In one case, it's it's just super easy to write x pause 50, y pause 50, as opposed to position, parentheses, x pause equals 50, comma, right, right, y right. pause. It, you know, it's easier to not have a comma. It's easier to just not have the uh, the equals. It's easier not to have position in parentheses. So I don't understand why you can write the same code in two different ways. Yeah, well plus the uh, the more the more like characters you can you have to type the more stuff you have to type the the more opportunity for errors you have too. And it's like, all right, where did I screw up? Did I did I use the wrong type of parentheses? Did I put a space where it shouldn't be? What did I do? Did I put an extra <laughs> Did I forget T? to capitalize the P in position? <laughs> oh, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> yeah, that one catches me more than I'd like to say. I, I wrote left with two T's, um, and yeah. that's that's what got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the and the error screens like sometimes they're they're helpful, uh, and sometimes like they'll say that the error is in this line, and they're just straight up giving you the wrong line of code, <laughs> yeah. and it just sends you down a rabbit hole. Like, what did I do? I don't understand. This line is blank. What are you upset about? <laughs> Well, it definitely helped with, uh, I mean, when it, the, the problem was I misspelled the word left, because it's like, okay, that line's <laughs> wrong. Something's wrong with it. We don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it'd be nice if the documentation gave an example of, like, all the various things. So, I, I mean, I just asked on the forum, because I think I figured out the solution. It's weird, but... So when I put X pause, Y pause uh, as an image button uh, and as the as the show thing, the two ways of doing it, uh, mm -hmm. they don't match up, if that <laughs> makes sense. Not. So X pause 50, Y pause 50, if I'm using show, not the same spot as <laughs> X mm. pause 50, Y pause 50. And I'll... F okay, so in order to get to match up... With the show thing where it's position in the parentheses, you have to put x pause equals the thing, then x anchor equals 0, 0.0. Oh, God. And y anchor equals 0, 0.0, just just to tell the show that we are starting in the upper left corner like the, oh, God. like the other one. So I think you have to completely specify that you're starting in the upper left-hand corner of the screen and not the upper left-hand corner of the particular image you're on. I think that's the idea. I think that's the problem, but it still seems like why is it in the one case I have to do it in the other case I don't? Uh, programming is weird. Yeah, uh, I will agree to that. There are probably some like some real, real programmers listening to this who are really furious with us right now. <laughs> like, no, this makes perfect sense, you idiots. I think I went a little overboard in trying to explain maybe that's why it makes sense, but I still don't get... <laughs> yeah, no.
No, I mean, look, I've been I've been coding games in RenPy for however long we've been doing this. What, like, when did my Nigerian Prince come out? Like 2014, 2015? I still don't understand most of this stuff. Okay, yeah. So, so the people did. They told me the ways to do it. So somebody said um, use padding, which uh, I guess is a thing that happens with buttons. And uh, the other person said, well, position's kind of an old-fashioned, depreciated way of doing it, so you could do transform. That's that's what all the mm. cool people do. I don't, I don't understand transform at all. So I don't know what don't padding know what is. is. I don't know what transform is. I, I'm glad it's the exact same problem I'm having, which is there aren't any examples in the documentation. Padding just says, when given a two-item tuple, equivalent to setting X padding and Y padding to the two items... What is a tuple? Those words mean nothing to me. <laughs> no, I've had... I definitely know what you're talking about here. I've had this problem many, many times, and I'm... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure how screens work either, by the way. <laughs> uh, I, I know we have to use call screen to make a screen appear. And yes. Sometimes something... you can use show screen, too, but don't don't ask me when. <laughs> but you can sometimes. Um, show screen is when you want the ability to hide screen at some point. Ah. Uh. I think, but no. Because there's also, there's also a variation where it will just show the screen, and whenever the player takes their next action, like, they click on the screen, then it immediately disappears. I got really excited when I was working on the Santa's game, because I was able to... Uh, show call a screen with a transition, and I'd never gotten that to work before. And for some reason, it just worked on the first try this time. <laughs> so I'm not questioning it. I don't know why why it happened to work this time, because uh, that was a problem I had a, a lot with uh, Cat President when going from like what like the main menu to the game itself. It would just like cut instantly to black, and I'd be like, I don't like the way that looks, but I can't make transitions work at all. Oh well. Uh, I don't really know what transitions I, I know. <laughs> well, it's like the stuff for like when you you like fade to black, like that kind of thing. Oh, I think the, I know the how fading to do that. is the transition. Yeah, I did that at one point with uh, is the mermaid game. Actually, I I had to do like three transitions for that. Yeah, no, we do we do a lot of fading to black or like if you want to have a character move onto the screen, that's a transition too. Like show mermaid at left with move in right or whatever oh yeah, we'll yeah make the I character never... move to the... yeah that's I a transition i never too. figured that one out <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not easy it's not it's not always intuitive especially if, if like for me for example i don't come from a strong coding background so i'm sort of coming out a lot of this stuff sideways yeah but i think i I could have sworn at like one point I learned how to do like a fast fade or I, I, I learned how to do a fade. Oh, wow. Here's something. Yeah. Apparently there's a show character with move. And then after that, I wrote linear 5.0 X pause point two. I don't even oh, know that what that has, means. That might have to do with like a zoom or something. I think that's when I've used the linear thing before. Yeah, again, something that would be super cool if they like explained it in the documentation. Yeah, it's um, it's in Cat President too when uh, when Hugh Dot Man comes in for a hug and he gets very uncomfortably zoomed in on the screen. Oh wow, that's 
that's an actual that's cool yeah 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 i, I like that effect a lot because i think Cause it's i was wondering looking. how to do that because um in in the oregon trail game there's a scene where mary falls off a cliff and dies and <laughs> I, I was like oh wow wouldn't it be cool if i could just animate you know this picture of her falling couldn't figure it out couldn't figure out how do i move a picture from one place to another yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think I could figure out how to move it, um, you know, from right to left, which is, okay, show picture at left with move. Um, that's that's literally what you mm-hmm. do, but that's a specific yeah. move. It shows it, like, it takes one second to move it from the one spot to the other when you use move like that. It does. So I can tell you that I find that very irritating because yeah, it's always exactly one second, whether that speed makes any sense or not. Um, so there's another piece of code where you can change what the move speed is. <laughs> so what I frequently have to do is I have to do like move speed equals 0.8 and now it moves slightly faster and then I do the move and then I reset the move speed at the end of that too just in case I need to for whatever reason so you'll see that that comes up a lot in uh, Cat President and Pizza Boy Code is move speed, move, move speed again but why, why do the characters need to frequent. move exactly at one second everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's weird, too, because some transitions you can define how long it takes. So, like, the dissolve one, with, dissolve is what I use to fade to black. So you can be like, show black with dissolve 2, and it'll take 2 seconds to go to black. Or show it with dissolve point one, and it'll go super fast. But there's only, like, a couple transitions you can use that with, and, and moving is not one of them. Ugh. It's all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I'll, I'll post something on uh, <laughs> on the forums again to these people that were helpful. Somebody wanted to know what my code looked like. It's like, I basically posted it above, but I can do it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've, I've had that trouble posting on... Technical forums. I, I don't know. Has this been your experience, too, where you, you post your question, you, you try to provide as many details as you can so everything makes sense, and then the first response, like, is just totally unrelated, uh, and then you just have to, like, keep coming up with different ways to reword your, your the same exact question until someone answers it correct, like someone actually answers it. I feel like I've had that come up several times. Well, this is basically, like, the first time I've been like trying to figure it out i haven't really posted on their forums i think this must be like the second or so time i published <laughs> or, or did anything on their forums so yeah yeah and i don't i don't mean just just renpy too i just mean in general whenever i have a tech issue that i that i'm posting i mean it's it's i like it's it's so nice that people are taking time out of their day to try to help but it's not like if they don't read the question <laughs> it's not very helpful yeah, that's weird. Yeah, because I know in tech support, you learn to be very specific when asking people questions. It's like, okay, what's the problem? I guess one of the rules of tech support is you want to restate the problem. Basically, repeat mm. what they told you in slightly different words to confirm that's actually the issue at hand. Because right. sometimes, like I imagine people listening to us, it's like, we're not saying the problem correctly 
Oh, definitely. I'm sure we are. We almost never use any of the correct technical terminology. At least I don't. Yeah, we're not using tuples yeah. or whatever. <laughs> what is a tuple? So is that like? All right, well, I want to. I want to. It's like it. one more than a single pull. I don't know. I was gonna. I want us to each guess what it is, and then I'm gonna. And then I'm gonna Google it. So I think it's it's like a pair of things like. Like x pos equals one, y pos equals two. I think that's the tuple. Is those think, two pieces of uh, those two variables? What do you think? It sounds like it's something to do with triple, but it's not triple. So I think it's in between double and triple. So let's say oh. something thirded, but no, that would be tripled. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I think it's okay. something about tripling. <laughs> All right, here's an article where you learn everything about tuples, what are tuples, how to create tuples, and when to use tuples. Uh, Okay, wait, okay. A tuple in Python is a list. Okay, it's created by placing all items in a list list inside parentheses. (laughs) Okay, so it's a list of things. It's a list of things separated by commas. Why is it a tuple? It sounds like it's two. It's not two. I'm sure it's pronounced like tuple or something. Tuple. <laughs> Listen, I want everyone who's mad at me right now to let me know. I don't care. Stupid. Stupid. Interesting. Okay. Should be this hard. So, yeah, it's all the junk that's in the parentheses that's separated by commas. Or or it says it, the parentheses are optional. Does that help? It's just a list separated. It's just a list separated by commas. <laughs> but what about the thing where I write position x pos equals fifty, comma y pos equals fifty? So the comma, uh, the parentheses are optional. Can you have one th- item in a tuple? <laughs> Here we go. A tuple can have any or a tuple. Now it's got to be tuple, right? Because tuple would be two p's. Yeah, I yeah, I guess. It can have any number of items, and it can be of different types, such as integer, float, list. Okay, so a list can be a type of tuple. I'm, I'm losing right my now. mind. I'm absolutely I'm right losing now to my see. mind. I'm trying this tuple. Oh, yep. So when I get rid of the parentheses um, in this tuple, totally crashes the game and does not work. Uh, all right, well, maybe it's not that... Maybe maybe the parentheses are sometimes necessary for a tuple, but a tuple does not, by definition, have to have parentheses. Okay, yeah, because all, all parentheses have are tuples, squares, but not all but tuples. Not... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, okay. <losing> Um, here we go. It looks like it did not crash the game when I got rid of the, uh, comma. What? So, uh, I, I deleted the comma in between x pos equals 50, y pos equals 50. It's a space instead of a comma, and it worked just fine. Because it's already enclosed in parentheses as a tuple. There are two main pronunciations of tuple. Tuple and tuple. Neither is incorrect. Great. It's Jif and Gif. Um, yeah, well, no. Thanks. Jif is wrong. I say so. Which one's wrong? Um, see, I always say Jif, 
But if I'm using the really? word animated, I call it an animated GIF. I don't know why. Somehow using the word animated in front of it changes the pronunciation for me. Yeah. Well, there there was a thing that, like, the guy who created it is like, it's GIF. It's GIF, darn it. I mean, we can't even pronounce Renpi or Renpi correctly. Yeah. Renpi or Renpi. <laughs> There's a lot of debate about how you pronounce tuple, in case you were wondering. Oh, man. We can't explain what it is because we're too busy arguing um, over how it's pronounced. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I guess I guess that's sort of the the issue we run into in in trying to look stuff up in in the uh, in the documentation, right? Is that we don't we don't have a lot of the the common ground that is assumed for someone who would be looking up things in the in the documentation. We don't have the same background the same knowledge going into it so it's it's very much like speaking a different language at times it makes it hard to interpret it into something we would able, able to be able to understand or use hmm. i guess yeah. that that speaks to who they were writing the documentation for who they thought the audience was as someone who is versed enough in python to be uh to digging deep into this stuff that's that's i guess it seems like that's what they would uh, assume is their readership there but we don't even know what tuples are. Yeah, we're we're in trouble. Would you like uh would you like the quick update about how uh Santa's game is progressing? Sure, yeah, let's talk about something else. Yeah. <laughs> we could talk about coding some more. That'd be fun. Um No, um so uh the uh the intro is completely done now. Everything from art, interface, sound, music, it's I mean you've you've seen it already. I showed it to you, Michael, but uh, that's mm-hmm. that's all pretty much pretty much set and like in a in a finished playable form. So that's uh, I'm very very pumped about that. Um, these kind of games, uh, a lot of the work ends up being sort of front loaded in in these visual novels that we make uh, because a lot of it is uh, just me taking the photographs that people have sent us and and turning them into character models that I can use in the game. So the the farther I progress in the into coding, um, the fewer and fewer images I I that are left that I need to edit. So like I already have uh, thirty character views like ready to go in the game just from the intro alone. So that's that's thirty things I can already pull from as I continue to work instead of pulling from nothing, which is where I was when I started. So uh, anyway. It, it gets it, it's the sort of thing that gets faster the farther you get along, which is which is good and slightly different from Internet Court, which was just kind of slow all the way through. Yeah, I mean, it helps that we're doing um, I guess each character gets their own storyline. So like, I guess we're doing Sexy Santa first. That's the first storyline. Yeah, yeah. So like once you're done with the Sexy Santa storyline, you probably will never need to like edit any of the Sexy Santa photos or the poses or anything in uh, other storylines exactly yeah so when i get to that point when i'm coding out i can just i can just insert the images instead of having to open up photoshop and 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 take care of it um i i'm also getting faster at uh editing the character images than i ever have been um i found a a, a an erase tool that i've been using quite a bit uh, the magic eraser in photoshop has been quite helpful um that sort of 
Especially when someone takes their images in front of like uh, a a plain background, like a green screen or like a white sheet or something, then I can use the background eraser tool to get rid of a lot of the stuff, and then I can just go around the edges and and clean up everything as need be. Um, so that's that's been going great. Of course, then I gave myself the additional task of having blinking closed eye views for all of the characters, so that the character sprites can all blink. Um, but that's been going faster than I thought it would too. So that's good. And I think it looks cool. <laughs> how do you feel? How do you feel about the blinking character art, Michael? It's, it's fine by me, I suppose. <laughs> they're all blinking. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's certainly an option to turn it off if it's, uh, just too much for people to handle these, these photographs blinking at you while you're playing the game. Um, that was one of the first things I added was the ability to turn that off. Oh, okay. but I, I, I think it's interesting. Um, something I, I've been trying to focus on is, um, I mean, this is something I always have to do with these games, but in this one in particular is is making sure all the characters' uh, sort of proportions and sizes match, and like the lighting on all the photos match. Um, it hasn't been as big of an issue in previous games because we only ever have like one or two characters on the screen at a time usually. But for the intro scene in the Santa's game, we have all six Santas crammed onto the screen at once. So I had to I had to do a little extra effort to to sort of make sure that they all look like they belonged together and uh, weren't in you know six different locations like they were in real life. So so like I said, adjusting lighting and things like that. Um, adjusting the sharpness of the photos in a few cases. Um, but I'm, I'm really happy with how it came out. I was really afraid that uh, the two stock art Santa Clauses would kind of stick out compared to the other four. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case. I think everything sort of looks like it fits together. Would you agree with that or no? No. I mean, it, it, it works just fine. I, cool. I mean, I know which ones are the stock art ones, yeah. but they, <laughs> it looked fine by me. Uh, in any case, that's been working out really well. Oh, and we uh, re-recorded uh, ho-ho sound effects for all the characters, too, for the Santas going ho-ho-ho. That was fun. <laughs> I liked I liked yours, Michael. You play uh, saintly Santa, and you your character is kind of singing his ho-ho-ho. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't figure out what to do with it, and it was awkward. <laughs> uh, I think cause my wife was in the, uh, the room. I'm like, oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> No, I I think it came out well. Uh, Sleepy Santa's was was pretty funny too. He uh, he yawns all of his ho ho hos, which I <laughs> I find pretty entertaining. Um, yeah, I I ended up so I in the game I play Secret Santa, but I ended up using um, a, a speech a text to speech synthesizer for him to try to give him sort of like. A no nonsense, like uh, FBI agent kind of voice, and I think that worked out really well. So then I ended up recording uh, the actual my voice for uh, Sassy Santa, who is in the game played by an older guy with gray hair and beard. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we have two stock arts, so we can yeah. ask those people to play their characters' <laughs> voices in the game. All oh, no. taken care of. No, I got it already. I, I gave him a, a particularly sassy-sounding uh, laugh. It's like, ho, 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 something like that. 
which I enjoyed. And, and I tried, I tried to oh, modulate. Oh. <laughs> I, enjoyed, I tried to make my voice sound slightly older. I don't know that it really worked out. Um, and then for the other stock cart Santa, Sexy Santa, I, I found a really nice one just on freesound.com. It's, it's a very like kind of classic ho, ho, ho. But uh, oh, I right. thought I, I thought that would be a good one to have there because everyone else has, has kind of a goofy ho ho ho. So anyway, that's the update on the Santa's game. Uh, no, no disastrous or obnoxious coding issues that I've I've run into so far, thankfully. Um, but this is a this is a much more straightforward game than the Oregon City game, so it makes sense. This is like everything we're mm-hmm. doing in in the Santa's game is basically basically stuff that we've done before and we know how to do. Michael's got the more experimental, challenging <laughs> project. Uh, all right, let's go into uh, listener questions. We just got a a quick one, hot off the presses, from Hugh Miller on our Discord channel, and Hugh wants to know, uh, just, how's your day been? I, 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 uh, my day has been ruined because there have been messages posted on the channel that I can't see, and it makes <gasps> me very sad. On the um, Discord. Yeah. Why can't you see it? I I am I looking in the wrong spot? It's so in I, the um, in the Oa podcast text channel. Okay, okay. Why are there five text channels? There's huh? four. <laughs> okay, there's four. Okay. One's general, one's our games, one's other people's games, and one's for the podcast. Oh, for Orox Studios has its own server now. Oh. Oh yeah. It's always had a serval Ser- server. <laughs> Hugh is. I don't. I don't know if you can see this. Hugh is actively making fun of us in the OA podcast text channel. I am sure he knows what a tuple is. Yeah, Hugh. She's just... In your own words, can you please tell us what a tuple is? T u p l e. Hugh says it's a great question. Thanks, Hugh. Um. Uh, my day uh, has also been. Well, wait, no, you you didn't say your day was good, so I can't say my day has also been good. My day has been good, though. Mm-hmm. I did lots of work. That's that's all I have to say. Thanks for the question, Hugh. Always appreciate uh, your your Hughness. Uh, I need to end this podcast. I think this is the rails. We're not on them. We don't even see the rails anymore. The rails are gone. <laughs> I think that about does it for this month's episode. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Paul M. Franzen, and Michael is at Argolfumpf, spelled exactly as it sounds. You can check out all of our games on Steam or itch.io, or just visit orock.com for the complete library. Our theme song is by Fifth Avenue. You can check them out on SoundCloud. And finally, if you have any questions about game development or our games specifically, we'd love to hear them. Email them to podcast at orock.com. And is there anything that you would like to add, Michael? If you could also email us the definition of tuple, that would be great. Uh, I, yeah. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs) The story will be told. I am concerned that Sexy Santa does not look quite as sexy when he has all of his clothes on.